It's the Ruby on Rails podcast. I'm Jeffrey Grossenbach. On the last day of RailsConf 2007 in Portland, I had a roundtable discussion with Jen May Wu, Dr. Anna Nelson, Liz Summerfield, Sandy Metz, Carmeline Thompson, Cynthia Kaiser, and Desi McAdam about women, open source, computer programming, and Rails. It's about an hour long. Going to run half of it this time and the rest on the next episode. Enjoy. It's, it's, so one of the guys last night, he, he came over to me and he was he was talking to me at the bar, and I've talked to so many people and there's so many great guys that are like you know hey hey how do what can I do to help and I'm like well I, I don't know but um, so we were just talking in general and one of the first things that came up was the fact that I got a uh, woman's t-shirt from from Peep Code and I, I was like believe it or not that that in and of itself the fact that that he thought about getting women's t-shirts that makes a difference. And he was like, really? Things like that? Just that small little thing? I'm like, yeah, actually it does. Because we feel more comfortable, right? I mean, we're all sitting here joking about it. Well, but it's like everything, right? You can judge everything like that, but if you, when you turn it around, it seems just equally fair. And I asked some guys after last year's Rails Comp, I was like, because like everywhere I went, there would be this sort of assumption of maleness. And, and I would, like, protest it, you know? It's like, look, I'm a good nerd. Yeah, you know, exactly. But I'm, just, I'm not a guy. And I asked and I asked one guy, I said, what if there were... 588 women here and 12 men. Right. <laughs> what if you could only buy, what if you could only order women's t-shirts? Yeah, what if you had to wear a baby See, tea? I mean, you laugh, right? Yeah. I mean, you laugh because it seems inconceivable when yeah. you turn it around. And when it seems inconceivable when you turn it around, we're not just being silly. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it, and I, yeah, exactly. I completely agree. So. And it's, Yes, it's a big conference. There are a lot of people, but it's not as you know what they're. I think they're twenty or actually I think more women here. I mean, all right. So the okay. ratio still sucks. The ratio still sucks really bad. However, there were enough women here that I did not manage to meet them all. Yeah, well, yeah. That, yeah. I haven't so I think there were probably so. I think last year, what there were only. Four we all went to women. dinner we together. together. There was twelve. To there was twelve. Twelve. Last year. Okay. Yeah. And I think at least half. Of the women here were at that last year, at RubyConf. Were you at RubyConf two years ago, Jen? I was. Yeah, it was. There were six of us, or five. Were there five or six? I, there, I think were there were not many. There were yeah, very few. There were very. We few were not enough it. to fit around a whole table. No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, like that—that's sort of how it got started, right? I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to go to these conferences and I'm going to be one of five out of two hundred, you know, whoever, I'm going to at least know them all. <laughs> so, so that's yeah, how I met Jen. Well, I got it wrong the first... I went to a previous conference a couple months ago, and actually a few women came up to me. They had no idea what peep code was, but they liked the shirt. And yeah. they said, I want one of those shirts, and I only had men's. So I, but this time you I didn't do that, to, right? Yep. Exactly. Do you have any? You, you're out, right? Sins. I'm out. I mean... There you go. I can't believe I mean, it. They're <laughs> gone. The well, they're more in my car, so I'll have to go get... Uh, you know, Pivotal Labs actually did women's shirts too, and as did uh, Rails Joint, Machine. Joyant did them. Joyant, yeah. yeah. So a lot of the companies, so Joyant, Rails Machine, um, Pivotal Labs, all, yeah, yeah. everyone all, except O'Reilly got the t-shirts right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and who would have thought, right? She, There's lots of a ton of conferences, and, and I would imagine women. they do some conferences that aren't as skewed in ratio. Yeah. So, so can I ask you a question? Since mm-hmm. we're on tape, why no. does it matter? About the t-shirts? No, about women. About women? Why should anyone care? Well, 
well, do you want it from a woman's perspective or do you want it from a community perspective? You know, there's a whole there's a whole conversation about diversity of thought and how, you know, we bring a completely different perspective to the community. I mean, the, the classic example was the original, uh, the, the very first guys who did um, uh, the uh, artificial hearts. They built them so that they would fit in in a man's chest. You know, like a six foot tall American man. Um, Chest, so they crash, completely crash dummies, all sorts of things. Like exactly, that. they completely, they completely ignored women. So women couldn't get an artificial heart. Neither could um, other other uh, ethnic groups, such as a- Asian Americans or just Asians in, in general, because it didn't fit, right? I mean, so we kind, I think we kind of have that going on in in software today. I think there's a very large amount of software that completely ignores fifty percent of the population. Which is a great opportunity. Yes, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, it it is. So, I mean, that's one reason. Um, From a woman's perspective, as being part of the the community, right? I mean, it's just being, it's having other women to talk to. Um, It's being able to look around and say, okay, I have a question, and I'm going to be completely comfortable walking over and talking to this person. Um, Whenever you're in a group of 250 people who are not like you, you know, like if you can take a picture and say what's 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 not alike here, that's that's a really intimidating situation to be in. So, for me, I want more women in the in, in the community for personal reasons, so that I'm less intimidated and I feel more comfortable. But also because I mean, we really do need to to start addressing this whole 50 percent of the population not being represented. It's a big deal to me. I mean, how about even speaking? Uh, how many of you submitted? A talk proposal got shot down. Right. Me too. But, well, I was on a panel. But I, I saw think you on the panel. there was only one. Thank you. I think there was <laughs> only one session led by. No, a woman, no, no. We right? actually have two. Were there we, more? Two. Amy, Amy did hers today. Yeah, Amy did hers today. And, um, and Andrea is doing one as well. Uh, You're right. She's doing Later the response to response. Okay. And I think Andrea also led a, a Birds of a Feather last night. Yeah, on, hack, uh, snacky, snack, snack, hacky, hacky, hacky. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, so we, we did have a couple of women who were... It was, it, it was really clear to me, like, I didn't do any, things, any of the things in advance necessary to get enough visibility to get picked to talk. You know what, though? And there's a whole infrastructure, though. I'm just, that's yeah. what I'm saying, right? It's like, like you, you have to have a block. reputation before yeah. they'll they even consider your topic. You've got to be able to Google and find your name, not just, not just know you have entertaining rants to groups of people like you, which is sort of what I do. Right? <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm great at the private rant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I was talking to but Prime the, Dave yesterday about this, because he, he's, you know, I guess he's part of the selection process, and we were asking him, well, you know, what if you had, what if you had, you know, a, a male, a person, a, a gentleman who was going to be presenting, and a lady who was going to be presenting, or who were submitting proposals, mm-hmm. right? Um, but you knew the guy. Like, oh, yeah. you know, you knew him because he blogs, he puts himself out there, people know who he is. You know, which one are you going to pick? And he's like, well, I'd probably pick the person that I know is already out there, the one that's got more fame. You know, he was saying, well, you know, it kind of depends. If all things are equal, then I'm probably going to pick the woman if I know, you know. With, with like, any two people that he already knew one and didn't know the other. Right, right. exactly. So, yeah. so what, how does that Is that, that part of what Dev Chicks is about, is giving yes, some exposure, actually, saying, hey, here we are, we have good ideas. Yeah, exactly. We, it gives us a voice. So I don't know about everyone else, but I know personally, whenever I first started thinking about blogging, it scared the crap out of me. You know, I mean, everybody knows what happened with Kathy Sierra recently. I mean, that sort of thing is kind of, kind of scary. You know, it's, it's you worry about that sort of thing, right? And 
So at least whenever you have dev chicks, if you're going to be blogging, you can you can do it in a collective voice, and not have to be the sole person that is like just out there, so so out there. So for me, it's it's pretty important. Um, I love the fact that if I don't if I have something I want to post, I can send it to the group, or I can ask the other ladies, hey, do you think this is something that's you know useful and I can get the support and feedback I need on it and not be worried about what I'm putting up. It seems like that's a big thing missed in the social web and all the things people are talking about. Often it's very isolated. You know, making a post on the blog isn't the same as having a conversation over email with someone, so it seems like you really need that of being able to real-time or at least more of an email conversation is another step of community. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So is there, do you have a mailing list together that you don't yeah, have to have tell where it is together. or yeah. maybe you want to publicize it? But. Well, we do. If, if, any, if there are any other women who are listening to this, you know, after the fact or whatever, they, they are welcome to send us an email at info at DevTix. Info at DevTix, okay. Yeah. And we, we're we pretty good at responding. We have a couple of people that are, that are, you know, in charge of responding to stuff like that, and they're pretty good at it, so. Now, individually, maybe we should just say, what, what are you, say your name, what are you working on? <laughs> um, my name is Jen May Wu. I am, I own a consulting company, um, and we do uh, various web applications. And I've been involved in a lot of women in computing sorts of things, so dev chicks and Linux chicks and sisters and so on and so forth. And, yeah, it's, it's a big problem. And women have, you know, I mean, it's, it's interesting because unlike other professions, there were more women in the computer profession. Exactly. Until sometime in the nineties it just really went Actually, downhill. I, I think it started dropping off in the in the eighties, but the it, it it got really bad in the nineties. And open source specifically is even less than yes. computer science yes. in general. Far worse right? than far worse yeah. than closed source. Yeah. I yeah. have a whole theory about that too. But no. Well there there's <laughs> many theories about why it's bad. But I mean we should let people yeah, introduce we should themselves. Let people go. Dr. Anna Nelson. Dr. Anna Nelson, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I've been working with Rails for about two years. I do some, I've, I've done some some applications, and at the moment I'm developing internal applications in financial services. So, had a great time with Rails. That's uh, been great to see the. the and what was your dissertation that. about? My dissertation was in economics, and it, it wasn't. It was um, in Java, and it was agent-based modeling, which was a type of computer simulation. To economics. Who knew? And you put together a whole workflow of, of even publishing this just for together, yourself so, to make so it. I ha- so one of the one of the difficulties in in academic research using programming is that a, a lot of the academic community isn't really aware of some of the agile methodology and some of the other some of the other really exciting and interesting things that have been going on in in, in writing software. Mm-hmm. And so I was very fortunate to have been exposed to those ideas through getting interested in Rails, and it was it was wonderful for me. So I had um, and then I had. The benefit of, of TextMate, and I had a lovely workflow in TextMate where I could do my I could do my Java development. I could run my Java simulations. I could analyze my output, uh, my data files. I could do those in R. I could write my uh, documentation. I could write write that up in LaTeX. I could use Swift to knit it all together. I could do GraphViz graph files, and I could do all of that in TextMate. And I had a wonderful, uh, a very very enjoyable workflow where if I discovered a problem or wanted to rerun a simulation, I could just rerun the simulation and then re-render my entire thesis with, with the new information without having to do any of that. 
And all of that, um, actually I have, to, I have to thank the Pragmatic Programmers for their wonderful starter kit, which really got me into that whole automation. And uh, so yeah, it was, it was great for me to get involved with Rails because that really, you know, I was just exposed to so many great ideas that I was then able to apply in, in other parts of my other parts of my work. So that was that was very exciting. And are you going to be blogging or writing about that process, or was it more specific to just what you? No, I mean, I think for? I think there's, um, I think yeah, I do I do plan to blog that and write about that a little more, and then hopefully do you know do do some outreach into the academic community and sort of you know give some of these ideas back and say hey you know there's this 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 great community and, and even um, I think there's some fantastic applications of Rails. Um, Related to the type of research that I was doing, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, there's definitely some some more general applications of, of what I had done with that that, that I yeah very much like to give back to the academic community. So great. Um, I'm Liz Summerfield, and I was lucky enough to meet all of these women when I came here. I, I work for Revolution just a few days Health. ago. Yeah, I met them all a couple of days ago, and even some of them just now. Yeah, <laughs> um, coming from a very large development team at a company devoted to making website to fix healthcare. Um, I'm one of two women on a team of 50 people, and uh, I came to this conference with uh, eight other guys from my place of work, and um, it was really great to come here and see at least a few other women, which I don't get to see very often. Yeah. And it's been uh, really nice to meet everybody. Cool. Sandy? I'm Sandy Metz. I work for Duke University. Um, I work in a shop that's almost entirely women. We, wow. we we joke about a few things like if we have uh, some Unix administration task, we say that's on the Y chromosome. <laughs> um, so I have a really different. Uh, well, first of all, I'm, we're writing enterprise Rails apps. I'm also doing some stuff on the side, like everyone else on the planet. Um, I came to Ruby and Rails from basically a long time small talk background. So I've been monkey patching and hacking and wrecking the base class code since day one. Um, I live in an XP scrum shop that's run, my boss is a woman and all my peers are women. And so I have, I think, a dramatically different day-to-day -day life than almost every woman in a technical business I know. I mean, it's a place where all the all the styles of interaction that women have work. And so the having to fight for voice or having to do something here, you may have to edit this out. But that thing I talk about where I say the boys are in their peeing on trees. <laughs> it's like they're all trying to, that pecking order thing, like we don't really do that. So it's a really different style of interaction. Mm -hmm. And it shapes, I think, my worldview. And it, but it also gives me that sense of freedom I have to go out and say, well, my opinion is as good as anybody's, right? right because I'm not living in that yeah. world where I have to fight. It's, the, the assumption is there. Right, and so I, you know, I, I love my job. I love my life, and I, and also I've been in IT long enough to see that arc of women coming and women disappearing. And you had a theory about that. I or had a several. theory about that. Should we? It's pretty short. Should I say it? Yeah. It's that whole thing about social interactions, and it's amazing. Okay, I'll tell you. I, I've told everybody else this story. I'll, t I'll tell it really briefly. Um, RailsConf last year, I was at the front of a room where they'd just taken all the walls down to make a big open conference, and. I was looking at a sea of faces looking at me, and there were a million guys doing, I don't know how this translates, they were doing this, right? They were sitting heads down, typing on their computer, shoulder to shoulder, this big room, hundreds of 20-something guys, right, doing this. And they did, they, here's what happened, right? I'm looking at them. I can see all their faces are sort of reflected in the ghostly screen glow, right? And they all do this at once. 
they have this brief flash of a smile that goes over like 200 faces. <laughs> <laughs> they were all looking at the same thing. They were, they were on the, cha- the IRC channel. <laughs> they're sitting side by side. They don't know each other. They don't know each other's name. They're not talking to each other, but they're having this virtual conversation in lieu of human conversation. And there aren't any women doing it. Right, and I went to dinner with the Dev Checks that night. What became Dev Checks that night? And I said, "Did you guys see that? It was creepy." <laughs> <laughs> and the whole thing about like what the—I uh, mean, I hate to—I hate to say anything that acknowledges that there are any sort of biological or innate differences between men and women. I mean, it's a touchy subject for me. I am a good feminist, <laughs> and yet it seems like when PCs came out, right? I did mainframe stuff for years before PCs came out. And when the PCs came out, boys got them and had them in their bedrooms at night, and they could have virtual wives with them. They did it instead of learning to play guitar. Right. Right. right? And then, and the girls aren't doing that. The girls are having human conversations where they can touch other people. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then when they arrive, the perfectly competent, technically capable, logically-minded teenage girls arrive back in that space, all the air is gone because they feel stupid. Yeah. Because the boys have been doing it big since they hit adolescence. Yeah. And, and that, game. your vision about making a safe place for teenage girls to yeah. express that nerdly part of themselves right. is really compelling to me. But in a social way? In a yeah, way that to, works. We have to figure out how to make it work, though. I mean, um, Dev, Chicks, Dev Chicks is sort of a, that social network, but it's virtual, too, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that's why I think it's going to be really important for us to, to actually go out and, and talk to the girls in the schools and actually be a face that they can that they can address. So. But well, the first few Ruby conferences were 20, 30 people. I'm sure there could even be a DevChicks yeah, conference. Yeah, I actually, that, I hey, do. 30 I, people, you can. I would love to have a DevChicks conference. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little leery of saying anything about it just yet because um, I oh, don't want to get. The no, 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 no. I just don't want to get bombarded with the guys going, "What? I can't come to your conference? Isn't that exclusion? You know?" And it's a weird, it's a tough call. Like, yeah, how do I mean, you make a place for people who maybe don't feel safe to come and feel safe without feeling like... Yeah, exactly. I, without do without it? doing the know, same, I, the I reverse... Like you're going to have to have some amount of reverse mm-hmm. discrimination that's going to happen in order to equal things out. I mean, uh, Val from the Linux Chips group the other night, she gave me a really good... She, she was talking to me, and, she, and we were talking about the various things that people come back at me with about, you know, dev chicks and why I can't be a dev chick. And I'm like, well, you're not a chick. But you know, one of the things she told me was it's it's like trying to balance a seesaw. You know, whenever you have a, a seesaw that's unbalanced, you don't put you don't add to both sides trying to balance it out. You have to add to one side until it's balanced, and then it's once it's balanced, you can you don't have you can add equally. So well, it was. I think Linux Chicks has done a pretty good job of of having some space that really is girls only, and other space that's. Here, guy, you're perfectly welcome, but you do have to play by what we consider the right set of rules. Right, exactly. And, you know, be kind, be courteous. We don't want a lot of the chest beating. No, exactly. Put down, like, how could could you be so stupid not to know that this is the right way to do something? Right, exactly. And and I'm trying to keep that out. There's some really um, cogent discussion on that group, and there's also the what, I cannot find the right documentation to set this up. Right. And somebody sends somebody a link saying, here, this is, there's there's 800 different web pages about how to set this up, but this is the one without the errors. Right, mm-hmm. exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And, and, and you, 
Yeah, I want. I, I think all the dev chicks that I've talked to and everyone who's been a part of this is wants the same thing. And whenever I tell the guys, like I, I tell them, for those of you who are supporting us, we we love you guys. Thank you so much for the support. And as soon as I figure out how to best incorporate that support, and and the other women help me figure that out, we'll let you know. I mean, seriously, like we we want the help. We just have to figure out what's the best way to, you know, to utilize the the energy that you guys want to give us. And. I'm really glad that I met Val the other night because it seemed like she had a lot of knowledge that she could pass on to me. So I'm definitely going to be talking to her again. So. Oh, hi. I'm Carmeline Thompson, and I'm from Chicago. I work for a small shop in um, the suburbs of uh, Chicago. But unfortunately, I don't do Rails full-time there, and I'm hoping someday I would do Rails full-time. I do Rails when I do freelance work, and I, I think I'm one of the few people who do both design and uh development and <laughs> yeah Carmeline's the one that did the logo her, her yeah. Victoria um, me and Victoria did the logo and then I did the website and then sometimes it would have like problems and different browsers and they would go hey <laughs> what's that problem yeah. so yeah I'm like the go-to person with the website but I mean uh, as I was saying to them in our uh, in our list the like a few weeks ago I said, well, well, you know, this is our problem, uh, the, visi the visibility of women. Mm -hmm. And if we're not going to do something, if we're just going to passively wait that it solves itself, it's not going to happen. So I, was, I, mean, I mean, I was encouraging everybody, like, we have to do something. And then uh, during the BOF session for the Hackety Hack, I thought um, one of the speakers brought up that it would be nice to put them in uh, thumb drives. And then be, I, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this during the interview because it was like the BOF uh, session. But, but he brought that up, and it it it, uh, it gave me an idea that I could give those to the female uh, to the classmates of my uh, my daughter. She's 11, and she started doing it. And I, I I told her, hey, this Ruby language, you might be interested in it. I'm doing it. So she's like, I'm trying I'm trying to start her early. I'm not. You know, I'm not encouraging her. I am encouraging her to. Yeah, to, there's an opportunity for programming. To you're not making her though. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. just saying, hey, there's this cool thing. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's maybe you'll it. like it. Yeah. So she loved it too, right? Yeah, she loved it too. She was so excited doing it. And then I thought this would be a good uh, a good thing to give the kids before the school ends. They could do it during the summer. And I, I think that's one way where we can go to our own community and like. Extend mentoring to other uh, female, you know, to other kids, to other girls, and then start them young, and then maybe by the time in like ten years from mm -hmm. ten years from it's now, a long term vision. Yeah, it's a long term vision, <laughs> but you know, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah, I think I think on that note, I think part, I mean part of what might keep a lot of people out of programming is just it, it's you know it, it's it's like there's this big wall and you really can't see what's on the other side of it and it's sort of this all or nothing you know you you there, there's no sort of entry level oh I'm just going to take one programming class to see what it's about and I think one of the nice things about you know Ruby is just such a wonderful language to learn and I think Hackley Hack is just such a fantastic project and I'm, I'm just so delighted that that came out because you know I'd like to see I'd like to see a lot more people, I mean, you know, boys and girls, men and women, learning the basics of programming. You know, not that they need to be able to do it themselves, but right. it, it, it gives you such, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very important um, way of thinking that helps you understand technology. When you've done just even a little bit of programming, there's just a, a way that your brain starts to appreciate what's, what's happening there. And I think, you know, having, having it not be, you know, you're, you're, either, you're either this absolute geek who, who just loves coding and, and, and is it totally into that, 
versus, oh, you know something, yeah, I've done a little bit of programming and, and you know, I've, I've, I've done some stuff in Excel, I've done some stuff in Ruby, so I understand the basics. And, you know, that would demystify a lot of it. And I think that would be fantastic for, for a huge amount of the population, men and women, who, who, you know, might just, you know, just benefit from a little knowledge of it. Yeah. You know, it, it, I mean... Because people do find that knowledge. To me, I worked in a school for two years, and it was fascinating how people were experts at just certain little parts of Excel or little things that were a kind of programming. They learned just the very minimum yeah. of what they needed to do, well, and I they mean, were very good at that, but if they had more yeah. general I mean, visual, knowledge... Visual Basic is the de facto entry-level programming language because, you you know, you have a, a large number of people, and, you know, the standard thing is you, you use Excel. I mean, you, you know, Excel is... You know, it is the gateway to programming for for a lot of people. Now they don't get much farther than that. And it's probably not the ideal tool for that. But but that is how people, you know, and, and that is how a lot of people who who do a little bit of it, you know. So you you know you record a macro in Excel, and then you take a quick look at the Visual Basic code, and then you say, oh gosh, yeah, I kind of yeah, that that's kind of neat. It kind of makes sense. Hey, yeah. I can I can maybe start to, to edit this, you know. So so yeah, I mean that's you know like I've you know I've I've learned a huge amount from recording a macro and going in and editing the code, and the, you know that is the de facto sort of a lot of people can do a little bit of that and, and then that's great you know and it would be nice to see um, yeah you know you know, see people take that a little bit farther or maybe have an alternative you know entry point that isn't you know that isn't that but yeah Interesting. I have to say I'm impressed with Carmelia I think I subscribe to your Twitter feed and you're always Oh. You've got the whole range from design yeah, to <laughs> DNS to compiling kernels to all well, this in the middle. My background I, I need was, to learn some of that. My background was uh, back in 2000, there was this nonprofit organization who hired me, and then they gave me a server, and I was working from home. They gave me a server. Uh, he, he said they wanted this site up for their nonprofit organization. So they gave me a server, and I was all, I'm, I'm a one-man person. I did the administration, I did the DNS, I did, like, setting up the server, you know, it was an IIS, I know, but <laughs> it's so that everything... even harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everything was like, I, well, I, have, I trained myself and everything, so my, my general thing was, I'm not an expert on one thing, but I know about everything, so mm-hmm. I don't know where that falls, but it's just like when I, like I would understand, uh, like set up your server, do the DNS, do this, do that. I'm even an SEO because I'm working for an, a company who does SEO. So like, tell me something about URLs and tell me something how that relates to URLs, and I would like, and I would put that in the sign and you code it. <laughs> so that's how that that thing works. So I'm like, and I would go like this. Oh, okay, let's do that. <laughs> and Cynthia, right? Yeah, so I'm Cynthia Kaiser, and I uh, work for Caltech. Um, I do um, programming, system administration, database administration. Where I cut out is if it's design, too hard. <laughs> if it involves yeah. Photoshop, I back up. <laughs> Sponsored by Peep Code Screencasts current episode on javascript with prototype new two and a half hour long episode on rspec behavior driven development coming out in the next week or two